Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. This next guest, he's not bad on the golf course, 77, he reckons, over in, uh, over in Fiji. We'll have to see about that. We'll have to see about that. Maybe a few pickups along the way. The one and only, the skip, now gone coach, Brendan Pango, McCullum, Morena to you. Uh, Morena to you as well, my friend. Old Israel, <laughs> Pango, Dag. Good to speak to you, brother. <laughs> Good to speak to you. Bears, welcome back into the country, mate. You've been relaxing everywhere. The, the air points are flying, mate. How you been? You enjoying family time? Yeah, it's good, brother. It's good, actually. Just got back from Fiji last night, so it was great, actually. Just take the kids over there and Put a bit of time into them after being away for for a few months on end. So, no, it's nice to be back, though. Back in Matematic, a little game of golf today as well, just to sort of, you know, keep grooving the swing after 77, 79. Look out. Great etiquette with the guys I played with as well. Oh, the life of, King, like the life of Kings, Baz. I'm loving it. And you've got a couple heading over to Melbourne in a couple of weeks' time. Did you take the family to Fiji so you could get get to that Melbourne trip? <laughs> uh, Liz is coming with me to Melbourne too We're lucky enough we go every year actually Kempi would go over there with uh, with Andy Seabrook and, and his wife And he's on the bloodstock And, and we get to uh, experience the Melbourne Carnival the right way too So lucky enough to have a runner on Derby Day Which, gee, if Pongo gets up in the carbine, look out it will, the, <laughs> the lid will be lifted off Flemington By a few Kiwi lads, it'll be good fun Mate, t- talk to us. What, what are we expecting over at the, at the Melbourne Carmel? You've been every year. I'm a novice. I'm a grommet in this sense. So what are, what are our expectations? What are we walking into, Daisy and I? Mm. Well, I'm, I'm more concerned for the crowd of Melbourne than, than for you. <laughs> I think once <laughs> once they get to experience Izzy and, and Daisy on course, then I don't think they'll ever go back, you know. I think they'll... Uh, <laughs> They'll, they'll really, they'll really see something they haven't seen before. No, mate. It, honestly, it's unbelievable. It's, um, it's so much fun. Derby Day's amazing too. It's just some unbelievable racing right throughout the carnival, uh, right throughout the card. And Melbourne Cup's a little bit different because it's sort of all geared to, to uh, towards that, the big race. Um, but just the vibe around Melbourne and and uh, and the people that you run into. There's, I, I guess, like racing is. We are obviously we're fanatics, but. It's amazing how it can captivate so many different types of people as well, and, and you run into a lot of old friends and, and meet some new ones throughout as well, and you have a pretty good time. So hopefully make it quit as well on the pump would be the ideal, yeah. but regardless of what happens, we're going to have a pretty good time. Well, you two You'll just to go over there and enjoy yourself, and I'll just hold down the fort here. Um, Baz, <laughs> just, mate, you've obviously been watching lots of sport too on your uh, on your time at home. We've, we've been talking about the Black Caps and, and just their journey um, and what their future looks like. Have you have you been taking any of the Black Caps? Um, I guess some some of their struggles in at the moment. What, and do you have an opinion on on where they're travelling at the moment? Just quietly, Ken. Before you're on the Black Caps, there, there might be some good news because I remember when I was I was sort of sitting in that chair with you as well. Hutchie said 
that there needs to be, the SNZ breakfast team needs to be doing a show over in Melbourne during the carnival. So maybe listening. you just need to follow that. Maybe you need to follow that up with the boss, Hutchie, and just make sure he's got your ticket over there as well. I'm on to it today. But, um, <laughs> good man. Um, now, look, in regards to Black Cats, look, I think obviously the last little while hasn't been as as productive as what it has been over the, the last few years, and the standards that they've set for themselves and the performance levels that they've been able to achieve have been quite remarkable, and the level of consistency they've been able to Garner as well and quite an inconsistent game has been a real credit to the leadership and to to some once in a generation players all being a part of the same team being incredibly well led by Kay Williamson and, and some of the senior players as well so look it hasn't been as fruitful or as productive in the last little while but if you look at some of the margins like a lot of the games that they've gone down in, it's been really fine margins and one thing that you can never um, write the New Zealand cricket team offers when it comes to World Cups. They have an incredible ability to stay composed and, and really uh, really uh, disciplined for what needs to be done in pressure moments, and I expect them to be there or thereabouts again. What's the approach over in Australia? You've played a tonne of cricket over there, and so obviously we've got some talent, we've got a maker, we've got some quickies coming in, we've got some spinners. So what, what's, what does the makeup of the group look like and how do you approach playing in the conditions in Australia? Well, conditions they know quite well, actually. Is like the, mm. the, the boys in that squad have played a lot of cricket over there. The conditions don't differ too too much from New Zealand. Yes, some of the boundary sizes are a little bit bigger, but one of the real key attributes when you go to, to Australia, and it might be different in a World Cup as opposed to, um, say, a, a bilateral series, there's just there's a lot of there's a lot of propaganda. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, noise which is, is talked over there, and it's just a matter of trying to, I guess, control the narrative nah. around that stuff. Makes sure you're, you're very kidding. strong with what, <laughs> and just kind of, just trying to just go about your work. You know the conditions are going to suit you. You've got a team which is comfortable in those those conditions. It's no different to the England side as well. They they'll be useful in those those conditions too. So, look, I think. Um, you know, from New Zealand's point of view, they've just got to remain really composed, really level, and just allow their what mm. what they're so good at, which is just being able to stay um, you know, stay in the contest and, and pressure moments, allow that that ability to come out when it really matters. Don't read too much. Maybe maybe pick up the racing pages rather than the cricket pages while yeah. you're over there. Yeah, Baz, that's such a good point, Louis here, and that's where I was going to go because you know that. Hello, Louis. Hello, Baz, and they love their na- <laughs> they love their narratives in Australia, don't they? But what about the narrative of Andrew Forsman? Turning up and just winning for fun. And then you've got <laughs> La Creek and you've got She's Lickety Split going to be in the Empire Rose on the same day as the big boy from the Ready to Runs, Pungo and the Carbine. Like, how about that narrative, Bess? How good are the Kiwis going? Mate, the Kiwis are flying. You may as well add another couple in there as well. Mick D winning the Caulfield Cup. James McDonald serving it oh. up from left, right and centre. Chrissy Waller in the in the chair is the best in the game. How good are the Kiwis? And what about what about the statistics around Kiwi-bred horses, just giving it to the Aussies as well? I know there's a lot of Australian listeners on this channel too, but, geez, you guys, for all the money you've got, you really you really got to start stepping it up to compete with our boys. <laughs> hey, hey, Andrew Forsen, though, he is flying. Hey, Absolutely ba- flying. Ba- it takes me back to the old BJ O'Sullivan days. Sorry, Kempi. 
Bez, takes me back to the DJ Sullivan days of being able to just head over on a Thursday, take your team over and just dominate big races in Australia. So it's great to see from a young trainer. Baz, sorry, mate. I was just going to say, where do you sit on on the likes of Chrissy Waller and, and uh, J-Mac being included in um, in the Sports Hall of Fame uh, equation, you know, with the Halbergs and bits and pieces like that? And have you seen, I guess, from a coach's perspective now, a different approach to... New Zealand coaches around the world and locally that could be there's something there that you think maybe there's a, a product that we could introduce to actually recognise and, and support the coaches? Well, I think firstly with uh, where does racing sit in regards to being a sporting uh, contest and, and are these people sports people and coaches, uh, trainers, coaches, 100%. Look, I still haven't quite worked out how the likes of James McDonald, Lance O'Sullivan over the years as well, all these other great uh, Kiwis involved in the racing game haven't really been recognised at the sporting table. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, you know, these guys are supreme athletes. So every day, jockeys in particular, they put their lives at risk and they go out there and, and they perform to, to an incredibly high level. And, um, you know, and then you've got trainers who are no real different coaches except that the players don't talk back for them, you know. They've got uh, they got the ability, to, <laughs> they got the ability to just have to try and read what uh, what's going on and prepare their athletes for for uh, specific races. So I definitely think that you know from there, well, they should be recognised um, at uh, at the sporting table, particularly here in New Zealand, because we've got some of the best horse horsemen and horsewomen uh, around around the place. So we need to recognise that. Uh, in regards to New Zealand coaches and and what uh, what can be done. Look, I think again we're New Zealand people. We're incredibly resourceful, right? We've kind of got mm. to be. We're a long way. We're a long way detached from the rest of the world, and we're going to try and give ourselves a chance for a uh, country of five million to try and have a crack on the world stage. So, you know, I think there is something in that that uh, that New Zealanders possess and and whatever support they need along the way to try and achieve what they want to achieve on the big stage should be endorsed. Beautiful, Bears. So we're going to let you go shortly. We'll be advocating for uh, Chris Waller and Kiwis flying the flag in the racing arena to get uh, recognition for sure. Quickly, Bears, McCullum, Skip, Coach, Life. Man, hell of a ride the last year. How's life for Brendan McCullum up in the UK coming home? It has changed so much, mate. Are you enjoying it? What's it like over the eight? Yeah. Like red carpet everywhere you go or what? <laughs> oh, it's been a pretty whirlwind year. Thank you, as you know, brother. It wasn't that long ago. You and I were sort of sitting in the chair together and and I was very content, very comfortable doing what I was doing and loving life. Um, but I guess, you know, you only get, Opportunities like Coach in England come around once and uh, once in a in a blue moon. So it was too good an opportunity to turn down. And, and to be honest, I'm I'm loving it as well. It's it's a tough challenge. There's a lot of there's a lot of extra noise and things which comes with it. But I think that's one of my skills has been able to remain pretty pretty kind of grounded and and just stay on task with what you're trying to achieve. And and it gives us a, a great opportunity to to be able to still live life and, and have a good time. But I'm, I'm certainly enjoying it. And, you know, it's been a, a crazy year and you never get too far in front of yourself as a coach. You just want to make sure that you're enjoying yourself and, and you allow your players to enjoy themselves and try and do what they can do best. And and uh, that's won a few games of Kriegel on the way and, 
a few guys get some runs and take some wickets, then, then that's bloody great too. But no, nah, it's been a cool year and very, feel very privileged to be in the position of Mumbo. Mate, I heard a wee rumour the other day. I was talking to Cole Jamison. Obviously, you're going to be touring down under so quickly. How are you approaching the tour back in New Zealand, taking England to New Zealand? Is it true you're going to head to Queenstown and, and base yourself down there? Well, one of my sort of, one of the things that I really try and push is camaraderie, uh, togetherness. Um, Golf courses, of, you know, what, <laughs> Well, I mean, that's just a byproduct. The fact that you just play a couple of nice golf courses is a byproduct of gelling your unit, right? Like, I mean, there's various things that you can do. Golf seems to be one of them. Um, so, you know. We're lucky enough that that's what we'll be doing, and then we'll try and uh, we'll try and take on the Kiwi boys and, and see how we go and and what will be. No doubt, a tough tour, but yeah, we're looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to being able to get the England boys down here and and show them probably an experience that some of them haven't seen, even though they've toured New Zealand a lot. You know, I'm very proud of the country we live in, and I want to show it off to them as well. So look forward to being able to do that. Yeah, good trip to Waikato stud uh, for the English cricket team. No, I absolutely love it. <laughs> go see, go see the great, <laughs> go see the great Samuel. Hey, Baz, one last one. Who wins the uh, Who wins the Cox Plate? I know you love the race. Going back to one of the early stories you told me, getting rolled by Pinka Pinka. Um, so, are you got Animo on top or Zaki? Who do you like? Yeah, Louis. Look, yeah, that story still cuts pretty deep, actually. So I was having a great day until you mentioned when Jimmy Choo got rolled by Pinka Pinka, but. <laughs> That's okay. But no, look, I'm, I love champions, right? I love champion, our champions, and Animo has got six group ones, and an absolute champion is going to make an incredible horse at stud, and I'd love to see a champion get up again and got a nice nice barrier draw, and I'm sure we'll be given every chance, but I'd love to see Animo win, win the Cox Plate, and gee, I'd love to see Punga win the Carbine. <laughs> <laughs> Same, Bez. I don't care about the other ones. By two links now. Built just brushed there within love and war. Galactic Angel on the outside, but Pungo at the 200 metres. Still two links clear. From in love and war is sticking on Dowley. Grimly holding on to second spot, but it's Pungo well clear. And the odds on... Just for fun. fun. Did you hear in the background of that race call too? All the way from New Zealand, he was like, "Get up!" (laughs) (laughs) It's 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 falling's clearly still yelling that out. (laughs) That could be how you wake everyone up at six a.m. Rather than Maureen, it could be get up, (laughs) get up, get up, everyone. We're here. Honestly, is it weird that I drive down the road and I like commentate and just I'm like just talk about Pungal down the outside, Pungal on the outside, and Pungal flies home. I'm just yeah. What about our What about our WhatsApp group, bro? Where we sit there and every day it's like, wonder what Pungo's up to. <laughs> Do you and then one of the boys is like, he's probably looking through the fence at a lot of fillies. <laughs> just lost the lot. Oh, anyway, Bez, we appreciate you coming on, brother. Go well, swing well, keep that etiquette up. I know you're etiquette on the golf course. Appreciate it. All the best, brother. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. It's good to talk to you. How good. Oh, Just so that you know, Bezza. the message has gone straight to Hutchie. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Hey, Hutchie. Oh, here we go. Here's Sam. Hi, Kempi. No plans at this stage. Ruben Louie can give you an update post show. <laughs> Sam. 
Come on, Sam. <laughs> come on, she's Sam. Probably, she's probably thinking New Zealand Cup Day. You'll think t- t- Sam will be listening. We're mainly Melbourne. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, what update? Can I, I can't give Kenny any update. I've got, <laughs> I've got nothing off of here. Apart from this text from Richie, which says, My mate is in Aussie and he's the track rider for Animo. He just messaged saying he's ready to rumble. So let's oh, go. Come on. Richie, let's go. It's going to be some race. That's the horse talking. Just so you know, that's the horse talking. Oh, How on. good. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto, don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.